Imagine I'm doing the Russian dance uh, where you get really low and you crank on your knees really hard. Every time I see somebody get do the really low Rasputin Russian dance, you know what I'm talking about? Where they like basically sit uh, their heels on their butt and then bounce up ever so slightly and kick a foot out and bring it back in and bounce on their heels on their butt and then kick the other one out. They're like way low to the ground. You know what I'm talking about? The Rasputin move. Whenever some I watch somebody do that, I'm like, your poor knees, you know? That must be so bad for your knees. Hey, okay, um, hi. Welcome to Podgus. Welcome to episode 80 of Podgus. Let me adjust the levels. I think I'm being too loud. Okay, that's probably better. That's probably better. I'm sorry if I yelled in your ear a second ago. But this should probably work. Um, what's going on? How was your week? How was mine, you ask? Oh, man, that's so nice of you to ask. Even if you probably anticipate that, that you know, you're about to listen to podcasts, so I'm going to tell you anyways. But it's very nice of you to ask anyways. Um, it was a good week. What did I do? I have the memory of a goldfish. So let's not get into that. But what I will say... Mm. is that the state I am in right now, my my room is dim. I've dimmed my room down to just my one lamp that um, if you listen back to my guest and friend two episodes ago, my friend Noah pointed out that I have this really cute um, monkey lamp that's gold and harsh on the fingies. Um, and that's the only thing I have in my room and it's illuminating my desk and it's very, uh, dim and pensive, I, I suppose. So we got that going on. Um, my hair, I sweated up a mess in my bed last night. I wore wool thigh highs because it was really cold and then I went to bed and then I sweated up a goddamn mess, even though I was also cold. You know what I mean? It was freezing cold under the blankets under the covers, but then if I took even one layer off, or if I exposed my body to the outer world, then it would be freezing. So you tell me, okay? Huh? You tell me. Bitch is still learning how to regulate her own goddamn body temperature. Fuck. How am I ever going to figure this out? (laughs) Am I hot? Am I cold? What even am I half the time? God damn it. Um... And so my hair was this ratty mess today, and I was like, I only have enough time to do a podcast. I was going to wash my hair and then go out to a show. I'm going to go watch a show tonight. Not perform. I'm going to go watch a comedy show uh, that my friends are in. And I can't remember the last time I've done that. You know? I'm just... I don't have it in me anymore to watch. If I'm not performing, then it feels like a waste of time. And I get this agitated feeling in my bones that I'm like, I need to, I need to get up there. Oh, I need to get up there. Especially if everybody's bombing. If I go to a show that everyone's bombing that I'm not booked on, there is such a strong impulse in me to be like, I can get them. Put me up there. I'll save your show. Come on. I can get them. I know exactly what this crowd needs. 
come on, please, 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 you know, and it drives me nuts just watching other people struggle and uh, want so desperately to <laughs> to change things around for the show. Um, I got headshots probably coming out this week, new headshots, excited about that. We looked over them. We picked seven. Um, a good blend of acting style, uh, smoldery face, uh, some smiley ones, some cute poses. I do a thing with my hands that I've never done with my hands before. And at the time, it felt so weird and inorganic. And you guys, honestly, posing for pictures is way harder than it looks. I know uh, we all look out at, at models, professional models, and we're like, oh, you, yeah, you must have it so bad. When they complain, but like their job is not easy. It cannot be easy. First of all, I'm sure the diet alone is torturous for them to retain that type of physique, especially the women, of course. They just have to be rail thin and, and yet large ass titties and a big fat booty. And it's like, how what that's near impossible beauty standards and what are you how do you get there without being absolutely miserable um but not only that but like the act itself of posing is very difficult you're cranking on your back you're jutting out your face and your jaw you're flexing your throat so your chin so your chin doesn't sag so you're tucking up your chin there you're smiling but also doing a little bit of a pout and if you don't know what that looks like, then how do you know how to imitate it? <laughs> if you have paper-thin fucking lips like me, I, I'm trying to pout out some lip. I want you to notice that I have some lip. It's not just gums under there. It's not just skin. There's a lip. I got a lip. So I'm trying to pout and, and uh, God bless my photographer friend, he had to continuously, he had to repeatedly be like, all right, let's not, let's not pout so much. You don't have to do that. Because <laughs> I'm just so trying so hard to be sexy. And if you know anything about me and you know anything about Algus, you know that I don't know how to be deliberately sexy. I don't know how to do it on purpose. If I don't even know when I do it on accident, you guys. But um, I don't even think I'm capable of being sexy by accident. But um. Yeah, it's it's so much manipulation of your body and cranking on your back. We tried doing these full body ones where I posed against a chair, and uh, I'm really embarrassed at how those turned out. Those will never see the light of day because I'm just, it looks, you can really see how uncomfortable I am, and it just doesn't come across in the photos. I need to, I need to practice those. Arching your back and with a leg, sitting on the edge of a chair, and like leaning sort of back on it with an arched back, leaving as much space as possible between your lower back and the chair, and yet resting your shoulders on the top of it and your butt on the bottom of it, on the edge of it, I mean, and, and arching your back to create this weird O shape in between all this empty space. That is just, uh, this is fucking weird. So I just have so much respect for uh, models and people who pose for pictures and people who do that for a living. Like, there is a tech, there's technique. There's always plenty of technique. Um, 
not everything is luck and people who have careers that seem simple from the outside uh maybe you just don't know how much goes into being a success you know what i mean if it were that easy everybody would do it but uh it doesn't it doesn't hurt to be absolutely fucking gorgeous <laughs> so there's that you know man all the beautiful trans women that i look up to have all just like they've spent $20 million on surgery and been under the knife a million times. Except one. I know one who is so naturally gorgeous and pretty and beautiful and she's in a band and she's really cool and she knows I'm talking about her and I'm just gonna say it. Her name is Robin. And look her up on Instagram robin.shakedown Shout out to you, Robin! Uh, she's a guitarist and she's really cool and she's gorgeous and very kind and nice and cool. So... There you go. I'm doing shout-outs now. Oh, yeah, Robin.shakedown. That's it. Hi, Robin. Um, fucking, what else? Man, this weather, dude. I'm not going to talk about the weather. I'm going to talk about what it's doing to my skin and my hands. They're so, my thumb, oh boy, what a horror show. Absolute horror show. I've been picking at it. I have this thing. Maybe it's a nervous tick. I don't know if it has much to do with nerves as much as it has to do with just like cuticles and preoccupation with if something flakes on my cuticle, I'm going to pick it off. It's going to bother me. I, I fuss over it. If there's like a little piece of dried skin hanging on, I got to pick it and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And so my left thumb, oh God, it looks like I stuck it in a blender. It's all scabbed up from bleeding and of course the nail bed is uh, I don't even know how to describe my nail beds but they're really bad they're all rumply and wrinkly and dented they're all really bad ugh my nails are gross and there's nothing I can do about it they're all just lumpy and gross I farted ha 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 okay this is I felt today like there weren't enough hours in the day and I find myself doing this podcast and I'm not going to have much time to get ready before I leave for the show tonight, but um, there's not enough hours in the day and then I realized I spent like three hours on social media. I spent three hours just scrolling, so gotta be mindful of that. It's, It's wasting my time. It's eating into my day. I used to be a lot better at just posting and floating away just post and leave you know i want to be a a creator more than a consumer and lately i've just been consuming way more than i create and that is not a good balance it feels like i i haven't put out much that's worth but ooh, but i am sitting on uh, a wealth of clips so those are getting edited and you'll be able to see all the stand-up um shenanigans i've been up to because i've been up to a lot I'm really funny. Um, what was I going to say, though? I fucking dry shampooed my hair and conditioned. This is a boring podcast. We got to do something about this. Oh, okay. This is my point. This was the thing I wanted to say. So I think there's there very, uh, very few, on very few occasions do the interactions with people on social media feel any kind of worthwhile. And most of the time, they're just plain 
you're just talking to an ignoramus, you know? So I posted this really funny joke that I'm very proud of. And it's a self-roast and it's self-deprecating. And and I don't necessarily, I'm good enough with myself right now that I don't engage with it. It's not the cry for help that it sounds like. <laughs> I promise. I told it on stage for the first time and it fucking bombed. So I have to figure out a way to... I think I I put too much zhuzh on it and let it standing alone. It needs to be kind of, it needs to be a tag somewhere, you know. Um, that's a little inside ball speak. Uh, but I posted this video. The joke is basically, I was like, sure, I transitioned to be fuckable. I just didn't expect it to be only from behind. And then uh, the sound effect from... Um, Price is right when you lose, that comes in. So I would I the punchline only from behind. And then I put my face in my hands and it goes. And that's very funny. And I love that joke. I think it's super clever. It's like a different take. It's a different version of the uh, bag on your head. Put a bag over her head when you fuck her joke, you know? Um, and then somebody on TikTok commented, well-intentioned as they were, uh, they said something along the lines of, hey, have you thought about trying makeup? You can really make your face look nice with the right sort of makeup if you try hard enough and maybe buy the right makeup. I was like, I've, what the, I've heard of makeup. <laughs> what the, what planet do you think I live on? What universe do you think I exist in? How stupid do you think I am? I just, the level of, the lack of any kind of critical thought or insight to see me do a joke with the Price is Right loser song that goes, and me do this exaggerated uh, ain't I a stinka kind of face? Like, oh, pathetic. How do you misread all the cues that indicate I'm being not serious and, and offer a suggestion so not banal? I don't even know if I've ever used that word correctly, but so obvious. What makes you think I've never heard? considered makeup as a trans woman oh, I like I cannot believe the things some people think you know what I mean and the and the sad part is I know they were trying to be helpful and so my response to that I wanted so bad to be like are you serious you do you think I've never heard of makeup um, instead, I always treat these people, I always give these people the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say these people. I'm, ca I'm categorically saying, um, absolute windbags. <laughs> absolute sacks of wind. Uh, and vapid bags of wind just floating around looking at stuff. Um... I'm, I usually give these people the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give them a lot of grace and patience. So I think my comment back was like, hey, I appreciate it, but uh, this was a joke, and of, and I do 
enjoy wearing makeup or something like that. It was just the most diplomatic thing I could have said with the subtext being ching-a-ling-a-ling, hey, moron, hey, dum-dum, this is clear, read the fucking cues. <laughs> Please, I beg you to read one cue in this 15 second, it's packed with them. Please, I beg you to familiarize yourself with setup punchline type behavior. I don't know. Um, so the things some people comment, some I I don't even know if it's worth engaging. But when they when they mean well like that, you just have to gently rectify the situation and tell them that yeah, of course I've considered goddamn makeup. Are you stupid? Um, we what does that say? Oh, okay. <sighs> My roommate and friend and I, one person, not two, I mean two people because I said and I, so it would be my roommate and friend and I is two people because there's me and then my roommate and friend is one person, not two. It's 2023. You can be friends with your roommate, get with the program people. So we, my roommate and friend and I hung up, we have this new mirror and we hung it up in the wall uh, across from our front door when you walk in the front door, just so you have, you know. A mirror in the doorway so you can take one last look at yourself before you leave check yourself out make sure everything's straight uh, make sure everything's on right um, and just something to put on the wall right but after we put it up we just kind of we went about our business and I, I passed by it and had to stop and be like am I wide did I how much did I eat today why am I wide? And then I said, hey, Steve, come over here. And but but he didn't come right away and he didn't believe me for the for longest time. I was like, I don't look wide to you, do I? He's like, what? What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I'm like, have you tried makeup? <laughs> no, I was like, Steve, am I wide? today and he was like you're insane what is what are you talking about and then i and then i walked away and i went to any other mirror in the house i went to the bathroom mirror then i walked over to the mirror in my room and i was like well i don't feel wide but i've been primed to think i'm wide and so i went back to the mirror and lo and behold i was wider than i've ever been in my life and so i said to steve i said steve come over here. And he came over and it was like, wow, we're wide. So we bought a wide ass mirror, a fish lens mirror. I don't even think like it looks concave. What's the opposite of concave? Ob oblique, ob, 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 obtralescent. We bought an obtralescent uh, mirror that makes us look wider and <laughs> but not necessarily fatter like protruding outwards towards the mirror it just spreads us out like mayonnaise and so we have this wide mirror and now i'm worried that people are going to come over and immediately their first thought is they're going to be self-conscious in my home because they're the first thing they see when they walk in is oh my god i'm so wide <laughs> People are going to come into my home and and we'll be talking in the kitchen 
and they won't even be able to really process the things that I'm saying because the whole time they're going to be like, I've, I've never felt so wide. When did I get so wide? And I'll be offering them food in the kitchen and they'll say no because they think they're wide. So I don't know if we should get rid of this mirror or if I, I'm almost wondering if I should put a sign above the mirror that says disclaimer. Objects in mirror are thinner, are slimmer than they seem, or objects in mirror are wider. That's it. Objects in mirror are wider than they are, <laughs> or something. Whatever the thing it is on um, rearview mirrors on cars. Objects in mirror appear wider than they are, or something like that. So now we got to get a sign from IKEA, <clears throat> or have a custom sign engraved in cursive, like live, laugh, love on a cute little wooden plank that looks like it was found on the shores of Newfoundland. And then we're going to have engraved objects in mirror aren't as wide as they seem. <laughs> I don't want people to be self-conscious coming in and being like, oh, I'm wide. And until we have that sign, I'm going to have to be the one to do a disclaimer. When people walk in, I'm going to make it a habit of first thing when they come in, I'm just going to be like, Hey, just so you know, you're not that wide. And then we're going to take their jacket and go about my business. And in their head, they're going to be like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? That might actually be counterproductive. If I say, if I, that might make things worse, actually, come to think of it. <laughs> if the first thing they come in, they see how wide they are. And then I go, hey, just so you know, you're not that wide. That's just... <laughs> They're totally going to think that they're the widest person in the world and that I noticed and I'm just trying to be nice about their about how wide they are. Anyways, wide life. Live life wide and free. It's like widescreen. Hey, guess what? You thought you were living life in full screen? No, guess what? It's widescreen now. You're living a widescreen life. Good luck with those proportions. You're no longer in portrait, you're in landscape. Look at how wide you are with your landscaping ass. So now, I don't know, that mirror bugs me though. Even when I'm feeling myself do a little ab exercise or something, I feel slim. And then I pass by that mirror and I'm like, ugh, goddamn, can't change how wide I am, but my hips have never looked better. That's a good trade-off. That's fine. See, the problem with dimming my room is I, I have a whiteboard across my room in the far corner of my room, and now I can't see what notes I wrote for it for podcasts. I write notes on my phone. I write notes on the whiteboard across the room. I should put it on the whiteboard in front of my goddamn computer, idiot. Um, But we're rangers! I'd, uh... I don't know why I think of that sometimes. Do you ever think about the things that some kids got in trouble for in school? In school? And you think about, why did they get in trouble like that, you know? Like, I don't know, this is stupid. There was one time I was hanging out with some friends. It was a grade five or something with uh, my friend Johnny Gennaro. And he was, and we were by the fence on the edges of the schoolyard. And a teacher came over and they were like, hey, get away from the fence. I think they didn't want people climbing them. 
So he's like, you guys got to get away from the fence. And Johnny Gennaro went, but we're Rangers. And what he was doing, he was quoting Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers, from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the OGs, the original, and the OG villain, Rita Repulsa. Make my monsters growl! Um, so Johnny, just for no fucking reason, went, but we're Rangers! And the teacher went, Johnny, come here right now! And screamed at him. The whole schoolyard got quiet. And everybody for miles around gathered, stopped what they were doing, and turned to look at this teacher berate poor Johnny Gennaro, 10 years old, about some shit that he didn't even understand. That's the thing. I do. I, I've done a lot of thinking, you guys. And I was like, why would he scream at Johnny Gennaro about, but we're rangers. And then I realized that's that's a teacher with maybe a small ego. Maybe he's a bit sensitive that day. And um, maybe he just thinks that they're mocking him. Maybe he just took it so personally, something that he didn't get the reference of, didn't know what was being said. So uh, Johnny got in big trouble for saying, but we're rangers. <laughs> and this is okay so this is the thing that makes me think you know i it's the things that i got in trouble for a lot of my um fellow students got in trouble for far 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 less you know it's it's very real i think like good student bias is absolutely real like i I was always, a, I always got top marks. I was always a good athlete. I behaved myself for the most time. Every once in a while, I would step out of line and cause shenanigans. But, like, I would always be on a teacher's good side, basically, you know? And um, I feel like that but we're rangers thing is a great example of how some of the students who maybe weren't, maybe had more of a reputation for shenanigans would get in trouble for any little fucking thing. And that was one of those cases that it was like something so harmless as as going, but we're rangers, uh, got Johnny in trouble because he was in trouble all the time. <laughs> he was like the teacher's punching bag. And, you know, at that age, you're too young to really point out the nuances of it all and, and the bias. God, can you imagine at 10 years old being so sophisticated that you'd be like, excuse me, teacher. But uh, don't you think that you're a little bit biased? You didn't even understand the reference that Johnny Gennaro was saying when he said, but we're rangers. He was just simply being supercilious about a quote from a television show that's much beloved by us children. And his imitation of the woman in the quote has no reflection upon you whatsoever. It was just something, a funny exclamation that he thought he would uh, exclaim. And we weren't, when we laughed in, when we laughed in mirth and merriment at Johnny's exclamation, it wasn't a reflection on you in any stretch of the imagination. We just thought it was a really funny, irrelevant response. And he wasn't being irreverent in any way. He was just being more supercilious than anything else. So I encourage you to reflect on your bias uh, <laughs> towards students that maybe aren't as um, acquiescent as the rest of us. And maybe don't assimilate as easily as the rest of us. Maybe you should probably consider your bias there. And, uh, and let him go. So thank you for your consideration, teacher. And, um, uh, can I use the bathroom? Because I, uh, I have to pee. I, I almost pissed myself. 
<laughs> something like that, you know? Boy, I got dizzy. That was a lot of big words. I couldn't believe that I rattled them off so smoothly. It's always, hey, it's harder than it seems playing smart. Take it from a dummy like me. It's harder than it seems um, going off with extra verboseness. You know what I'm saying? It ain't easy, but I did it. And I'm proud of my vocab. And I'm proud of my vocabulary. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Some pumped in my head. I should put a pill in my ass. I've been putting progesterone in my ass. Put that pill in my ass. <laughs> I'll be back. I'm going to go put a pill in my ass. Okay, pill successfully asked. Let's hope that um the rest of the podcast is funnier that I've shoved a funny pill up my ass. So you guys are like, hey, did you shove a funny pill up your ass? Because this is insufferable. <laughs> oh, man, they can't all be home runs, you know? I felt like I was on a real podcast streak for a while there, and now they've, uh, this one is, my luck ran out. And uh, most of the time when I do podcasts, I have some notes, but I always think that I'll find the magic along the way. And I feel like more often than not, I'm right. And that I find... Sorry, just chapping my lips. I find something to to strike on. And I, I feel unstrikable today. Non-strike. Oh, I'll tell you what's interesting. Okay, this will be fun. Um, This is, you know, um, this is the story of a girl. A kind of adventure on the whole world. Uh... No, this, that's not what this is. I, what was it? It was like last, I think it was last podcast. I was listening to previous episodes just to be up on things and have a better memory of maybe some inside jokes and things I can reference and what I've talked about and what I haven't. For example, I talk a lot about dating and I'm going to stop talking about that for the next little while until some success happens because you already heard me complain enough about how everything's about sex. But um, there was an episode recently where I talked about um, how on Grinder somebody messaged me comedian and nothing else, but he spelt it C-U-M-E-D-I-N-E-D-I-A-N, <clears throat> like comedian, and nothing else. Just messaged me that, and um, I thought that was really funny. First of all, and second of all. Um, it was like a marker of success and notoriety. And also that same week, somebody just messaged me asking me for money. So these are markers. These are benchmarks. And I'm proud to announce that there has been another awkward benchmark of notoriety. And that's, I have my first account impersonator, fake account scammer person who... Uh, is impersonating my account. It's so funny. It's Alval Comedy with an underscore, I believe. Two underscores, maybe one. And they are using my same profile pic. And it says uh, in the in the bio, uh, my old account got hacked, so make sure you block it. And I thought that was really clever because that is, they're like trying to stop me from being able to broadcast that this person is out here lurking and preying on people. 
I don't know what their game is, though. I'm curious. Like, I tried I tried following them. They have their shit set to private, which right away is like, mm, if you're going to impersonate me, you should know how obnoxiously transparent I am about everything and how I broadcast every little fucking bit of minutia during the day. Like, listen to this. You know, this is what Podgus is. I told you guys I was I was chapping my lips. I don't have to do that. <laughs> Fucking uh, talk about picking my fingers. One sec. There's a piece that. Oh, jeez, oh, you guys! I picked my finger and it bled again. <laughs> this is so awful. You don't even need to know this. What's going on here? What the even hell? Okay. Anyway, so where was I? I was talking about this impersonator. And a part of me was I wanted so badly to follow this person and to, I don't know, pick their brain and be like, hey, why? Or I just, I want to test, sometimes I want to test how um, clever these people actually are, you know? So the first test was me trying to follow them, uh, sending a follow request. And... Good for them. They are sharp enough to recognize when Alval Comedy herself <laughs> asks to follow. Because uh, I don't have access to that account anymore. I think they rejected and then even blocked me. So, so right there, it's like, I mean, they good for them for blocking me, but I'm also going to dock them points for saying in their own fucking bio... Hey, block Al Val, block the original account, and then failing to do so themselves. So immediately, you know, jury's still out. You get you scored one, but you also minused one. So we're we're still broken even. Um, but at the time when it was dr- brought to my attention, which thank you everybody who's been messaging me about that, <clears throat> I am uh, fully abreast. And I really hope nobody gets scammed by this person. Uh, Report, report, report. At this point, I was going to fuck with them. But you know what? We all have better things to do. And I don't know what sort of justice I could possibly serve against this person. So um, I contemplated being their ghostwriter and reaching out to them and being like, hey, hey, it's all good. Whatever you're doing, don't worry. I'm not mad. Um, I just think that you're really going to have a tough time impersonating me. I got to say, um, I'm kind of, I'm not going to say that I'm unim- unimpressionable. But I'm, I got to say, you're going to have to really work extra hard. <laughs> like, you know, couldn't you have picked somebody a little bit uh t- more, um, I don't know, more normal? <laughs> What's the fucking, what word am I looking for? More conformist? Yeah, let's use that. I love that word. This is, I get to use it unironically. Couldn't you pick somebody a little bit more conformist to, uh, even within the entertainment business, you know? Uh, cause I don't know how, um, I'm anything but generic. Or at least I like to think. I know we all do, so maybe all things being equal, I'm full of shit. But, um, you know, that's why you guys listen, right? 
is because you think I have something worthwhile to say. So this person, I'm kind of curious. I want to, I wanted to like go straight for them and be like, Hey, say it, say this. Cause it'll be really funny. And your audience is going to like it. But then obviously that's not a good idea because they already fooled 124 people into following them. <clears throat> and it said three posts. And I want to know what the three posts are. I want to know how they're curating <laughs> this fake account of mine. I want to be able to see if they're at least doing me some justice, you know? I love, okay, maybe this is a narcissistic thing, but part of me wants to see what they're posting to be like, hey, come on, I've done better. Don't post that. <laughs> You're posting the worst of Val Val. Look, if you want to gain followers, you got to curate a little bit better than that, dude. Come on, let me help you. But then how, how ironic would it be if, like, they got way more followers than me, you know? But also, I, you know, it's not a good idea to aid anyone who has malicious intent. So, <clears throat> so yes, one more time, block this person. And congratulations to me for being um, prominent enough on Instagram that somebody would want to impersonate me. Hey, look, um, my pajama viral dancing thing. Uh, I also noticed that is... It, it achieved a sort of second wind, you know? I'm getting all these notifications <laughs> for it again. It's getting passed around. The algorithm is pushing it. So well, who knows how big it can get? Let me just... Bang, 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 bang. Ladies and gentlemen, huh. um, let's have a look real quick. It has been viewed... 24 million times. Wow. Pretty cool. 24 million. Um, and once again, people are saying that I am a gross troll compared to the beautiful woman doing the dance ahead of me. So, that's the unfortunate plight of the comedian, is that you were always the one that gets punched down upon. You were always the, almost always the butt of the joke. And that's totally okay. Because this is the best part of always being the butt of the joke is you get so, uh, you grow so calloused and confident and self-secure on some level. It helps build security because um, you're not so precious that you can't take the piss out of yourself. And that kind of particular level of confidence and self-deprecating relaxation is very endearing. People really like that sort of uh, nature. So, you know, it, it pays to, to be the dancing monkey. It pays to be the sad clown, baby. Okay. This finger is just going to bleed no matter what I do with it. Just going to let it bleed. I'm going to take a pause and sip from this drink here. <clears throat> so check it out. I had a listener, a podcast listener tell me that they grew up with somebody they grew up they grew up with two brothers whose names were older brother Lorcus Lorcus L O R K U S so they heard my podcast about Dorcas Lorcus Venus Malorcus Dorcasaur which by the way I said dork probably um 800 times I'm going to be conservative and say 800 times and for that I don't know if I should apologize because it's 
clearly one of my favorite words because it's got the duh and the orc, you know? It's got duh and orc. It's just such a perfect little word, you know? The same way fuck is, is a great word, but dork is so much better. And Malorcus, you know? ML together are very fun. And then, of course, it's got the orc. <laughs> None of this is intellectual or sophisticated or substantial at all, you know? I'm just making sounds. Hey, but some uh, consonants are funnier than others. Gotta say, some syllables, consonants, some combinations of letters just, uh, just slap a little funnier <clears throat> in the ear. So this person, this listener, grew up with these two brothers named Lorcus and Richard was the younger brother's name. And um, I don't even know if this is funny, but I, but I just, first of all, Lorcus, I mean, come on, that's hilarious. Second of all, I find it fascinating, and I wonder if this was the case, that the parents named their first kids something absolutely bonkers bananas, like Lorcus. Oh, it's he's named after my dad. <laughs> Who is there's not like a long line of Lorcai. You're not your ancestors Lorcus Senior and Lorcus the Brave, Lorcus the Conqueror, Lorcus the Relentless. Um there's no Lorcus in your lineage. Oh, uh, that's just what I'm saying. So you cooked up a funkin', <laughs> funkin' weird-ass name. And then <clears throat> you had at least the insight, but also, yeah, you had the insight to name your second kid something a little bit less um, targetable. But then, but then you went and named him Dick. You know what I mean? You, you, you had the right idea by naming him something more normal, but you named him the long form of Dick. You named him Richard. So, like, you're kind of purposely setting up both your kids to get mocked for their names in different ways now, you know? So it's like one of them is more subtle, sure, and one of them is more silly. Maybe this was just an experiment by the parents to, to be like, hey, what kind of hot roasts, what kind of sick burns are our kids going to have to suffer at school? Let's experiment and see <laughs> if kids like the more subversive, uh, subtle nicknamey kind or the, or the lork and the orc. <laughs> oh man, lorcus, you know? God bless them. God bless you, Lorcus. If you're out there, if you're a listener, I'm sorry. Give your brother Richard a hot boot to the ass from me. <clears throat> um, yeah, you know what? I might end it here. Fuck me. I don't I don't remember a single thing I talked about. And so, you know what? We're just gonna take it chill, easy breezy. We're just gonna chill out with this one, okay? We're just gonna relax. Um because, and I'm going to end on an announcement, ooh, um, Drag Heels, season three of Drag Heels comes out this week, a show that I am on, um, let me tell you real quick, it is a show 
in which it was filmed last summer and myself and five other LGBT people and one of them is LGBT adjacent, a straight guy who is a drag queen wrestler. He he doesn't wrestle drag queens. That's not uh, he's a wrestler who does it in drag and uh, is the only one of his kind. Very groundbreaking. But he's a straight dude. Very fascinating. Anyways, the group of us um, went through this very intensive um, workshop in which we drew from our stories and our personal experiences um, to put together a short one-person show, a one-person performance. And that's how what it culminates to at the in the last episode, I believe. I don't know. But um, we each have our own featured episode in which we take more of the spotlight, but you kind of get to see us go through the entire journey all together. And I'm in this show. And I cried a lot. And uh, you get to have an insight into where I was in particular in that point in time in my transition and in my journey, which it'll be fascinating. I know I'm going to cringe like crazy through this whole thing. I am going to be pretty, I'm going to have to, I'm telling you guys now, I resolve to practice self-forgiveness about this because I know I'm going to watch and just absolutely hate watching myself and cringe my way through it. But, you know, that's who I was back then. I'm going to try my best to replace that with kindness. And I'm sure I w- I'm going to wish that I could reach back into, reach into the TV and reach back into the past and give myself a nice warm hug and tell myself that it's all going to be okay. Um, I think that's the best way I can kind of spin it. Uh, but anyways... All that to say, all that promo to say, it starts, uh, it launches this week on Wednesday, February 8th at, um, the premiere is at, uh, uh, oh no, 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 Friday, February 10th, sorry, it premieres Friday, February 10th, this Friday, prime time, baby, at 8.30, uh, before Drag Race at 9 p.m. So if you're a fan of Drag Race, if you're watching this season, um, tune in a half hour early and you catch a double dose of some L's, G's, B's, and T's, uh, including myself. So Friday, February 10th at 8.30, and then every week at the same time slot uh, will be Drag Heels. I'm on that show. It is on OutTV slash Apple TV. I believe only in Canada. However... Um, on Vimeo, if you go on Vimeo online and you look up Drag Heels, you can purchase the whole season and watch it wherever you live. So there you go. Anyone can get access to it. And I hope you do. I hope you check it out. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you're kinder to me than I'll be to myself. And I hope you review it positively and, and just kind of, and share it and like it and talk about it and all of it helps. And all of it helps put eyeballs on things that I'm a part of and it helps propel my career and and it's just, it's all wonderful. So please keep supporting me. I appreciate you. I adore you. You're a good person and have a good week if you're a good person. And that's what I'm always, and that's what I always say. And that's what I always say. So um, that's going to be my new sign off. Anyways, Drag Heels this week, I'm going to the to the uh, screening, a premiere of it on Wednesday. That's why I got the dates mixed up. So I'm excited about that. I'm going to wear a really cute dress. Look very nice. And um, that's it. All right. Thanks a, lot. Thanks a lot, guys. If you're a good person, have a good week. But if you're not, I don't know what to tell you. 
Bye.